Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Amy Iram. Amy, Hello. you are the founder of Capitalize Social Media. It's kind of funny because you and I now in the, uh, you know, kind of the marketing-ish world, um, we both have a interesting similar background in that uh, in our former lives, we were big time couponers and uh, had um, thriving couponing businesses during that, during the heyday of couponing. So first off, welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. It's so exciting. And during this conversation, um, I want to talk about, you know, where we are with social media and, you know, in our new uh, post-COVID-19 world, kind of maybe your predictions and, you know, you and I were both at social media marketing world as well. And we already, I mean, there was writing on the wall for some things in social that people ought to be paying very close attention to. And now, I look at, and you and I are probably both seeing the evidence of the world kind of fast forwarding quite a bit, uh, just simply because of, you know, some themes that we saw over and over again, but I'll let you kind of lead on that because you're the social media expert. Um, So Amy, would you mind maybe just kind of sharing just a little bit about your journey and how you got to um, your position within the social media marketing industry? Yeah, definitely. It's really neat how we have this common bond of starting our career or our path in entrepreneurship in the coupon world. Because, you know, when I quit my 14-year career at Verizon Wireless um, back in 2000, oh, 2014 now, it, I was wanting to be a stay-at-home mom. And that's just what I decided I wanted to do. And after six months, I said, oh, goodness, you know, I think I want to do a little more than this, but I'm not sure what. But I was really good at couponing and really good at finding deals. And my husband luckily knows about how to set up websites and emails mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. He brought that together for me and I was able to start couponingworks.com. So that is how I started. And that kind of propelled me into social media because once you get a blog and you know email list going, you got to get people to get to go there. And that's where I p- picked up my knowledge in uh, Facebook and Instagram. So I really, I'm very, I'm an extrovert, I'm very social. So it was like this perfect opportunity for me to connect with people there and also to help them learn how to save money um, through using coupons and deals and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. that's how I got my start. So um, at what point then did you say, well, okay, the couponing world's been kind of fun, but it's time to move on. Like, what was that transition? Definitely. The transition for me was, you know, really digging in to find out what I enjoyed. And that is where I wanted to see like a long-term business for me. And for me, like sitting and blogging all day, like that Mm. was what was necessary to keep my website going and things like that. That wasn't like my area of expertise and it wasn't really what I enjoyed. What I enjoyed was this social media thing and being on Facebook and Instagram and connecting all with all these people and having these conversations. And I was really drawn to that. So once I figured out how to really build my audience there, 
I go, oh, wait a second, you know, it's hard to do both. But it's also this is something, you know, the social media is a lot more fun. So I just dug into that and spent my time, you know, researching the different things that are always changing in social media, specifically with Facebook and Instagram, and just going that direction with it. Yeah. And so today, can you tell me a little bit about um, Capitalized Social Media, what you do, who you work with? Yeah, definitely. So Capitalized Social Media started, um, you know, as any business where I think I was wanting to help everybody. And with social media, you can help everybody. But when it comes down to it, there are so many people in this space and people wanting to help that it's really necessary, I think, in any business, just talking to any entrepreneur out there, is that it's really important to figure out where who you serve, where your niche is. And so after a year and a half or so, I really started getting steady legs in this industry and figuring out which direction I wanted to go and where, who I wanted to serve. When it comes down to social media, it was what content do I want to see all the time? And that's what I'd be working with the most and what entrepreneurs I want to work with the most. Mm -hmm. And that is, I guess I kind of created my own niche when it comes down to it. I really enjoy the life and business coach industry, um, specifically, you know, personal development and business coaching. So kind of got two areas there that are similar, but different. And that's who I serve. So I help these life and business coaches gain visibility and increase their impact using Facebook and Instagram marketing tactics that I develop for them. And then I help them manage as well. Yeah. So, I mean, in, inherent in being a life and development coach, uh, you don't necessarily know how to run your own social. So here's where Amy comes in and kind of saves the day. Um, you know, and here's the thing too. Um, I think that you can hear and read and watch a lot of videos on good ideas. Um, but one thing that I think you and I both understand is social moves really quick. Uh, yeah. And, you know, if you're doing strategies that were effective three years ago because you found a YouTube video about it, that may not right. be the best place for you to focus your time and energy. Right, right. And that's what it comes down to also when you're thinking about, you know, you're an entrepreneur and you have all these things to do and then you go, oh gosh, now I need to be on social. Like there is just, you're just opening a huge can of worms. There's just so much going on. Like you said, it just changes constantly. Partnering with someone that can really guide you through that process where it's, you know, efficient, where you don't have to spend so much time on it and you're getting the results and being able to focus on your business and what, you know, my clients really like to work with their own um, coaching clients. That's really their expertise. So let me take on that part of it, guide you through it, save you the time, and then allow you to focus on what you really want to focus on. So it's really fun. Yeah. What do you see most people kind of coming in uh, to working with you? Where are most people making some errors or kind of maybe not using their time most effectively? Definitely trying to figure out what what to post, I think is the most common um, problem and people go up against. So they're like, I, I can't figure out what I want to post. I'm just not going to post anything. Or I'm just going to post everything and hopefully something sticks. Um, what I've developed over time is the care method, which is four simple types of content to guide your social media strategy that you can really use in any platform, um, in any genre, really in any industry that, um, will help you guide that. So if, if you want, I could share that with you. Yeah, please. Yeah. So the care method is four different types of content. First thing is connecting. 
So sharing that connection, that type of personal content that really helps you like connect with your audience with yeah. to know you a little bit to whatever level that you decide. You don't have to share too much, just, just depending on what you feel comfortable with. Um, a is for authority. So sharing you know, content and achievements that you have to really express your expertise and why you're an expert in your industry. Mm. R is resources. So not only you want to be R is to be a resource, I should say, to be a resource for your audience. So knowing who your ideal client is and uh, connecting with them in all different areas of their life, really getting to know them and really sharing the content that's important to them, not just about you and your business, but other things that impact them and being that resource that they really want to go to. Um, and then the E is for engaging content. So it could be inspirational. It could be entertaining. Anything that really aligns with your ideal client. In that case, those are the four types of content that I say that just simplifies your social media strategy and really just hopefully puts you to where you don't do anything or you, know, yeah. you don't do everything. It's just that the four types, you can do that in all sorts of mediums on all different platforms. Yeah. I, do you see many people who, when you start looking at their social, you're like, all you're doing is just promoting stuff. Uh, right. Yeah. And, and that's, I think, you know, the marketers among us, spend too much time doing that. I think where I have really fallen back to is to say, you know what, for me, I'm going to try, you know, I'm going to try and do everything. Everything that I'm doing needs to be about moving the relationship forward. So I don't do, I just, I just don't do a lot of selling on social I mean, very, very, very little. I mean, only if it's something like really special uh, and uh, email as well. Like that's my approach for email. And again, I think a lot of people use email just for selling. And then I think people just kind of zone it out. Like there's never any value here. I'm not even gonna look because he's just gonna try and sell me something. Again, email, I use that. And it's just like all about the relationship build. And I just trust that, you know, people people are smart and they'll figure it out. Um, if I maybe promote, if I do want to promote something, you know, be very careful about it and just tell story about it. Right. Uh, and instead of, you know, share behind the scenes, tell stories about it, you know, maybe share a win that, that, you know, one of our clients had, um, what's your opinion on all of that? That's a really good point. And back to what we had talked about, like the theme of social media marketing world, it's really storytelling and all aspects and video especially but people cannot connect with with brands like you, you know there's a company out there and you can't connect with a company you connect with stories you connect mm -hmm. with people and that's where storytelling is really important so i definitely uh, you know talk to my clients about their strategies and just making sure they bring story into that because that is what allows people to connect with whether it be like the testimonials or behind the scenes activity and things like that there is all sorts of different ways you can do it but storytelling is key um, in marketing right now to connect with your audience you know, one one thing that I had written down, and I forget who said it, it may have been uh, Mark Schaefer, uh, who I'm a huge fan of, but uh, awesome. I think he or someone else said, people don't connect with companies, they don't connect with products, they don't connect with services, people connect with people. people Matter of fact, that was yep. so good that I just redid my intro video for, the front, for our front page, uh, and I completely stole that line. <laughs> Because uh, awesome. it's Mark true, it's, so quotable. Yeah. You know, especially now, Amy. So, what is your observation of what's been going on in social? So, 
we're recording this toward the beginning of April. Uh, so obviously we don't have crystal ball to see, you know, what's going on in the, over the next 30 days. But I think we've seen some really interesting things over the past couple of weeks that are giving us some indications. Plus, you know, tr- trends that we've already known about, and we've already been talking about this in this conversation, but how do you see uh, the global pandemic uh, as impacting marketing on social? Definitely, uh, that's a really good question. It's definitely hard to have that crystal ball to find out where it's going to be. And I'm always trying to think, you know, one step ahead. Uh, but what I see that it's doing, and there's there's two ways, there's two things that are happening. Either people, their companies and businesses are on social and they're kind of shying away because they're not sure what to expect and they don't know what's going to happen yeah. or they're, or they're going full force and they're going on video and they're just going to town on it. Like they probably should have before. Um, but now they're realizing like, this is where people are. So it's, it's bringing, it's going to bring a lot of change in the industry, I think, because I it's, it's kind of, again, something that's hard to predict. But um, what I see is that it's really an opportunity for businesses that might have shied away before to come forward and to connect with their audiences and just bring a whole other aspect of connection and community within their business. And, you know, with those ones that are kind of shying away, I just hope that they come back and realize that, you know, this is where we should be and this is where we can be right now. Let's take advantage of it and develop strategies that are going to help us after this is over. Yeah. Um, so if you are a, let's say, you, say you're a life coach or, uh, and so forgive me, you, so you work with a lot of um, co- coaches, consultants. Right. Right. And so what would be your biggest advice to that group, that population right now in terms of where their minds should be in terms of marketing and particularly marketing on social? Definitely find out where your ideal client is, understand, you know, who they are, get them to know them really well, have that avatar of that ideal client, figure out what platform, what social media platform best fits them or where they're going to be found, and then go towards that social media platform and just understand it and learn as much as you can about it. Uh, and get real comfortable with video. If you're not comfortable with video, get comfortable. Two years ago, a year and a half ago, this would not have happened. I was definitely afraid of being on camera being on video um and i developed skills and just practiced and just did it over and over again to where i got comfortable and it's just about jumping in there and just doing it and getting that that comfort level because having video is your that's your edge that's your ability to differentiate yourself from other life coaches out there to be able to really show your expertise and connect with them and just easily building that relationship through through social yeah, yeah. Um, Amy, what do you spend your time on? How did you grow? Because I think there are a lot of consultants out there, um, a lot of people that can help with social media, because I think there are a lot of people that just, they don't have any idea what they're doing right now. So I think that, that you know, social media marketing, I think is something that you can study and practice yourself, learn a lot of things. And I can help, I think you can help a lot of good people. But with your uh, you know, with, with your agency or with, you know, with your services, uh, you keep really busy. What's your secret? How have you been able to grow your practice beyond what many other people have? Uh, that's a really good question. And that's um, something that has actually been pointed out to me a couple of years ago that I really didn't think of that as I've been using my expertise, like when I 
thought about starting my business, I didn't really think like how my expertise in my past um, career could really translate to what I'm doing now. But mm -hmm. as I've gone on, I've realized that I have extensive um, relationship building and management skills through my career at Verizon Wireless that mm. I'm using that now to grow my business and building teams. So I've, I've really over the course of the last, you know, six years, but with this business for three years, uh, I've been working, you know, 20 hours a week and that's as much as I can handle. And cause I'm raising my six year old, he's now six and that's all I can handle. So I have strict guidelines around like the time, the schedule that I fill to be able to grow my business, which then also allows me and out of necessity to hire and to hire contractors and teams of people to help me. So mm -hmm. that's how I've been able to grow is having that guideline around like where my boundaries are and then being able to use my skills from before to build my team, to bring on um, contractors and soon to be employees and then have that be where my foundation is, is growing that team to, to yeah. scale my business. Cause that's, that's what I love the most. Right. The oh my gosh, for sure. You know, if we get caught in that, um, you know, and it's wonderful if someone wants to be a freelancer and that's where they, you know, that's where they want to stop. That's wonderful. Um, yeah. But if your goal is to have a larger and larger impact, help more and more people, you know, you can only do so much. And um, I, I agree. I'm a huge fan of, you know, of empowering other people, you know, creating opportunities, not just for myself, but for a team of people um, so that uh, collectively we can have that impact. What do you do to attract new business? I am too. Um, well, in the, in the beginning, I was doing a lot of networking. So I was doing a lot, of, a lot, a lot, but a good amount of networking and in-person build relationship building. Um, and that drew my core group of clients that was just like a referral machine for me. So I have just been getting referrals um, to the point where I had to kind of slow down my business for a while and really get my uh, sea legs to where I could have some, uh, you know, building my internal business basically for it to be streamlined and more efficient. Yeah. And as I've been working on that, that has helped me grow more. And now I'm, uh, I'm getting more into, of course, now we all are, but uh, more into digging into relationship building um, online, of course, and attracting. I have my uh, Facebook live show, Coaches Go Social, twice a month. On, uh, so, of course, on Facebook that I bring on coaches that will share their expertise, kind of like what you're doing. So bringing that in, to a visibility of all different types of audiences and that's uh, that through and my relationship building through my referrals is what I continue to do. Yeah, excellent. Well, Amy, um, for those who are have been listening to our conversation and like, I like this. I like Amy. She's, she sounds pretty smart and I think she can help me. Um, what would be a great way for people to begin that engagement with you? You've got some great blog articles, by the way, and oh, of course you. you've got uh, you've got some you've got some other great content on your website as well. Where do we start? Oh, good. Well, yeah, definitely uh, my website. I'm building a blog post and value there at capitalizedsocialmedia.com. But to connect with me, definitely um, on Facebook. My business page is Capitalized Social Media, and then Amy Iram. You can find me and send me a friend request. I'd love to chat with you. That's excellent. Excellent. Well, Amy. Iram, your website again is capitalizesocialmedia.com. You got a lot. Click on resource. Here's what I'd recommend. Click on resources. Uh, you've got some great articles. You got some great conversations. A uh, lot to dig in. Um, you know, what I like about you is you, you really truly serve and advocate for your audience very, very well. And you've got a lot of great content that I think would be really helpful um, for coaches. So, Amy, thank you so much for joining us. 
Thank you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. It's great to see you again too. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.